My head always been in Israel. Lots of phone calls in Israel. Lots of TVs. I've been glued to the TV for two weeks. Hoping for any good news. Finally it came. Two American hostages were freed from captivity in Gaza. That is where we're starting today's show. I'm Jeff Pierre, and this is The Seven from The Washington Post. It's Monday, October 23rd. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. The Palestinian militant group Hamas released Judith Renan and her mother Natalie on Friday. The two were from Illinois, and they were on a trip to Israel when they were captured during Hamas's attack on October 7th. Yuri Renan, who you heard from at the top of the show, spoke to the press Friday about the release of his teenage daughter and ex-wife. Uh, I've been waiting for this moment for a long time, for two weeks. I haven't been sleeping for two weeks. Tonight I'm going to sleep good. I spoke with my daughter earlier today. She sounds very good. She looks very good. She was very happy. And she's waiting to come home. Her mother has a little scratch on her hand, but she told me it's nothing. She's okay. More than 200 other hostages are still being held captive in Gaza. President Biden said that U.S. officials were working around the clock to free the other American hostages. The Biden administration has also worked to delay Israel's expected ground invasion of Gaza. It's worried that an invasion would worsen the territory's humanitarian crisis. Over the weekend, the first few trucks carrying aid entered Gaza from Egypt, and more is expected to arrive this week. But the U.N. said it wasn't enough to ease shortages of food, water, and medicine. Israel has continued to bombard Gaza with airstrikes, and violence is increasing along Israel's northern border with Lebanon, which is fueling fears of a wider conflict. At number two, another co-defendant in Donald Trump's trial in Georgia has pleaded guilty. It is your decision to waive these rights and enter into this guilty plea because you are in fact guilty. Yes. How do you plead to count 15 conspiracy to commit filing false documents in indictment number 23SC188947? Guilty. That was Kenneth Chesbro, a former lawyer for Donald Trump's campaign. He pleaded guilty on Friday to illegally conspiring to overturn Trump's 2020 election loss in Georgia. Chesbro's guilty plea follows that of pro-Trump attorney Sidney Powell on Thursday. It also makes him the third co-defendant to admit guilt in the criminal racketeering case. The case alleges Trump and 18 allies broke Georgia law when they tried to overturn Biden's 2020 victory in the state. Both Chesbro and Powell agreed to testify truthfully in the trials of their co-defendants, including Trump. Nine new Republican candidates threw their hats in the ring to become Speaker of the House. That is number three. Here we are again talking about the struggle to find a new Speaker. House Republicans removed Ohio Representative Jim Jordan as their nominee on Friday. That's when he failed to win enough votes for the third time. Now they're expected to meet this evening to hear from the new crop of candidates. The Republican vote on the new nominee could come as soon as tomorrow. Then it would go back to the House for at least one more floor vote. Without a speaker, the House is still unable to pass legislation. That means they can't consider a $106 billion funding package that Biden is requesting to support Israel and Ukraine. 
Number four, Venezuelans picked an opposition candidate to challenge their president next year. The pick is conservative Maria Karina Machado, a longtime critic of the government. She's a 56-year-old industrial engineer and former lawmaker. She won an overwhelming victory in the opposition's unofficial primary vote yesterday. The problem is she's been banned from holding public office for the last 15 years. If she is allowed to stand, she'll face Venezuela's authoritarian president, Nicolas Maduro, in elections next year. At number five, new guidance says toddler formula lacks nutritional benefits. Older infant formula is generally unnecessary for children over 12 months. At that age, most kids can drink cheaper cow's milk. This is according to guidance from the American Academy of Pediatrics, which was published last week. The guidance also criticized the way that toddler formula is marketed to children who are 12 to 36 months old. It's less strictly regulated than infant formula and often includes added sugars, and it can also discourage extended breastfeeding. More than 5 billion people are at risk of contracting malaria by 2040. That is number six. According to a post-analysis, climate change and other demographic growth are increasing the risk for more people around the world. A warmer planet will mean malaria-carrying mosquitoes will migrate to new places. And more extreme storms and longer warm rainy seasons will extend malaria's transmission season. It's feared that these changes will erode recent progress in the fight against the deadly disease. And at number seven, scientists have learned more about how plants warn each other of danger. Since the 1980s, scientists have known that some plants can talk to each other about threats, but a new study has revealed more about how they can do it. Injured plants emit certain chemical compounds, which can infiltrate a healthy plant's inner tissues to activate defenses from within its cells. For example, they can make their leaves less delicious to insects. The study has planted many seeds for future research. Knowing more about these chemicals and how they work is useful for scientists and farmers. It can help humans immunize plants, teaching them how to resist drought or pests, all while using fewer pesticides. All right, you're all caught up. But before you go, we've got some exciting news. The Washington Post is releasing the first two episodes of a new investigative podcast called The Empty Grave of Comrade Bishop. It's a story about Grenada's revolutionary leader who was executed in a coup in 1983, but the whereabouts of his remains were unknown. Now my colleague Martine Powers uncovers answers about the role that the U.S. played in this 40-year-old Caribbean mystery. Find The Empty Grave of Comrade Bishop wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen.